Hi, everyone. I wanted to post a podcast for you guys. I know that I start everyone out by saying how sorry I am that I'm not consistent. However, I have to add that in because I have not been posting consistently with everything going on. It has not been a priority for me. I've been trying to find a balance between work and home and just everything going on has thrown a little wrench in that. So again, I apologize. I want to use this time today to focus on COVID-19. It is something that all of us are dealing with. We hear it all the time and see it all the time, whether that be news, um, co-workers, family members. At some point, we're talking about it. And then I'm sure there are people who are listening to my podcast that know people who have it, whether that be friends, family members. It's impacting everyone. And so I'm going to slightly apologize. that I don't know. My baby is home and she may talk or yell. So if you hear that in the background, I apologize. Um, but back to COVID-19, all within the past, I think, month with a lot of our significant changes to our daily living, I've heard people say they're fine, they're okay when I ask how they're doing, whether that be um, friends, family, or if it's even patients or clients that I'm seeing. And one of the most important things that I try to let people know is that during a crisis, it's expected to not be fine and okay. And in our culture, we always pretend that things are fine and okay. And I would say right now, this is a better time than any to be able to identify the feelings that you're having. There are many, many, many feelings that people can have, and all of those are right. You know, there are no wrong feelings at a time like this. We need to understand that this is trauma we're all experiencing to some level. This is something that will impact us for the rest of our lives. I mean, we may not or will not know that impact now, but it will. More than likely, it'll change the way that we live from here on out. There will be a time that we probably don't. Um, we'll have kids that won't know what it's like before then because there'll be some practices that we just do um, because of what's going on. And knowing that when we have a trauma or a crisis, that brings an increased level of stress. Now, as we know, stress is not healthy for us. Stress impacts our body. I don't know if any of you have noticed um, changes maybe in your blood pressure, maybe that's having an upset stomach, maybe that's headaches more consistently. If you have anxiety, maybe you're experiencing that at an increased level, or maybe your depression has increased or you find yourself being having experiencing, sorry, um, a depressed mood. And so with that, um, I want to talk about how to deal with that. You know, with the changes that's going on, our anxiety has probably increased around multiple things. Maybe it's this overall fear of getting it, right? We all um, want to stay healthy and safe. And so maybe it's a fear of getting it. Maybe it's spreading it to our family members. Maybe it's a family member getting it. 
We could have worries about finances. There are people who were laid off and furloughed and people who um, are going through a financial crisis because of COVID. You know, stimulus checks can help, but they're not going to um, completely erase these struggles. Then you could have this overall worry of what is going to come about this. Maybe you have plans that um, aren't going to be able to take place. You know, I've seen many weddings, parties, vacations that are having to be rescheduled or postponed due to what's going on. And, you know, there's a lot of stress around the unknown, like when I'll be able to do this. Maybe it's something like going to a sporting event or going to the movies. Those are things that maybe part of our daily lives that we don't know when we'll be able to do those. And then depression. I think it's very common for depression to increase. I strongly believe that everyone's mental health will struggle at some point. Whether you are able to cope with it or not is different, but I think that will increase. Um, I think we'll see overall increase in depressive symptoms and unfortunately probably suicide rates that will be impacted. And so with this depression, it can come from many ways. So we could have our jobs being impacted. It could be our household um, that's impacting it. It could be work, you know. I can't imagine nurses and doctors who are going into hospitals where they're getting tested. You know, you could be a medical provider in a different building like myself who, you know, you fear patients coming in or someone giving you something. Um, Those of you who are working from home or unable to work in general, there's a stress with just being at home. You're very isolated right now from people. You may not have significant others or family members that live with you. So that isolation can really impact your mental health. I think overall, just the state of where we are can increase depression. So I want you guys to be able to recognize all of these emotions and how valid they are, whether it's fear, anxiety, depression, with frustration, it could be loneliness, it could be sadness, it could be guilt. Um, It's a whole lot of emotions and they can all change pretty quickly and that's okay. I want to normalize for you what is going on in this country because it is scary, it isn't okay, it is a crisis and we have to figure out How do we make it through this time? There are ways that you can cope with what's going on. I encourage all of you to exercise. It is getting really nice outside. You can go and just take a walk around your neighborhood. Um, Maybe you can walk up and down your driveway if you want to. But do something to get some fresh air. Um, Just do some breathing exercises while you're outside if you want to. Just to get out the house and have a change in scenery. I know some people go drive and I think that's fine too. Obviously social distancing in your car. Um, So that works. Activities that you enjoy, you know, do things that you like. If 
it's watching um, how to get away with murder on TV, if it's binge watching a series on Netflix, if it's crocheting, if it's painting, if it's playing an instrument, now is the time to do those activities. To be honest, you guys don't have all of the distractions that we used to have. So engaging in self-care overall, um, anything else that you want to do, maybe it's not an activity and your self-care for you is painting your nails um, so they look better. Maybe it's going to do your hair. Maybe it's just sitting in the house and putting on makeup because it makes you feel better. So I encourage you all to find out what that self-care is and maybe do it every night. I am very busy. I have a lot of responsibilities like a lot of you. And I make it a point that every day I will attempt to watch a TV show that I like. Now I cut the TV on. We find something to watch. It may not be that I make it through the whole show because maybe I've fallen asleep or maybe I had to do something. But I try to at least for 30 minutes watch a TV show because that's something I enjoy and that rejuvenates me for the next day. I encourage you all to keep a routine, whether you're working, your kids are at home, you have a spouse, another family member that's in the home with you, make sure that you keep a schedule. Try to wake up around the same time every day. Try to, maybe if you're working, schedule time to take breaks. If you're not working, schedule time that you can do something that makes you feel productive. It gets you through your days and makes you feel accomplished because all of the days are going to start running in together if they haven't already. And so reaching out to others, interaction, that is another thing that is helpful. We're already in a physically isolated space in the world. And so it is much better to feel what you can't do physically with calling someone or FaceTiming, Zoom, or whatever platform you use, I encourage you guys to talk to each other, to connect. Maybe it's reach out to an old friend. Maybe just reach out to someone you've been meaning to talk to. Maybe it's calling family members pretty consistently. Those are things that will not only make you feel better, but help with part of the isolation and hopefully help yourself get through this stage and maybe help somebody else. So that is the end of this podcast. I thank you guys for listening. It was short, sweet, and hopefully to the point. I hope you guys took something away from it that will help you through this. And again, if you need any assistance, please feel free to let me know. If there's resources that you guys want, I can give that to you. I know many therapists, if not hopefully all, are doing telehealth. And so some people are taking assessments and taking new clients. And now would be a great time to maybe start that therapy that you've been um, procrastinating on. So thank you.